This is Tully Dio and Madman Matt sitting next to me per usual. And we are the hosts of the Tully Dio Show. I thought I was always a good wingman. I wake up when uh, my eyes open. Because you know rock and roll stays up late. It's like if you're drinking the big beers, then I think there should be a certain level of cheer that you get from that. So like Walt's drinking the big beers, you should feel more cheerful. Unless you're a sad drunk and no one likes that. Yeah, no one wants that. Los Angeles, we're pumping it out to the people, you know? It's the hot stuff. This is where, this place is boiling with, with, you know what I mean? Everybody wants something new in LA. And it is time for some new rock and roll. It is so time. How you guys doing? Yeah, look at he's on a bench. That's a Disney a bench. bench. This is a downtown Disney bench. Look who showed up. Motor, oh. City, Motor City Schmitty stopped by. Hell yeah. Haven't seen him since high school. It's been Beautiful. a while. He doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> but when he does, let me tell you, gold. That's right. Underdosing. Oh, good. I'm, I'm in the happiest place in the world on earth. <clears throat> it is. Right? It's the happiest yeah. place in the world. Other than like, you know, I don't know. Like Hawaii or something? Yeah, or I don't know. Disney World? We better get going with the show. Schmitty's already getting dizzy from underdosing. Was the dizzy? Oh, no. Dizzy. So, lack of shrooms, huh?
the people who can't see us, because I know a lot of you guys are checking us out on YouTube now, Schmitty's got a bag on his head. Now, here's why. I got to explain why. Motor City please, Schmitty please wears explain, a bag on his head because, because he, he often has a lot of drugs on him. He doesn't want people to know who he is. We grew up in Detroit. Right? We grew up. We went to high school together and, uh, you know, and we didn't do a lot of drugs in high school together. Josh Raymondy. Aliens and P Mad Medicine right now, February fourth.
track which is big jim's wild card oh did you, you could barely hear it that was you you gassed out on the whip he was like <laughs> he gassed out it's whoops it's Ravita. now the fact that there is no way in hell i'm gonna pronounce this right 
there is just no way because it's like it has all sorts of like little dots and stuff because it's Indian. So like because she's from India and she makes this amazing pop music and we love to play her. Every time she sends us a track, we put it up. It's Naju Bao Bao Wu or Wow. I don't know. But, you know, here's the thing. It's a great track. I love it. And I wish that I knew how to pronounce things better, especially in uh, Indian. But I don't. But this is her track, and it's an amazing pop song, and everybody's going to love it. Ravita, right now, Big Jim's Wild Card. When the night falls, you call me, I hear you. to know if Minnie Mouse is wearing a dress or a pantsuit. That's yes, a fine question. Because this a is a fine question. It is because, like you know, it's a new day, and right. you know, Minnie might not want to wear the. She might not want to wear the skirt. I don't think it's cool, man. I think she should She's, have on a nice pair of slacks. I think she should She's have a, the skirt on, be the way she always is. For absolutely. Oh, why? I don't, I'm not into this, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, you're a traditionalist. You're a traditionalist. Oh, see, I like forward. I, I like see. to move forward. I want to see her in a nice pair of freaking jorts 
or like maybe Are you some wearing some sort of those uh, yoga pants. <laughs> no, yoga no, pants? no, I don't oh, want to okay, see anybody no. in yoga pants because that's a slippery slope. You, nobody should wear yoga pants. No one. No, yeah, I no don't one. Know about that. Nobody. If on one person gets to wear it, that means everybody gets to, and everybody shouldn't. I don't want to see any knuckles. I don't know, Smitty. God damn it, <laughs> Smitty. The metal <laughs> birds. Just so you know, youth illusion. Help me to believe right now, Schmitty, aka Knuckles, Italian madman. Yes.
tried to come to terms with every problem I have made Remorse alone for what I did is more than I can take Feeling the darkness closing in, I can't hardly breathe And grace alone is not enough, so Help me to believe, help me to belong Help me to make right everything that I've done wrong Try to love again, when I can't face the day Help me to believe, things will never be the same Help me to believe So bury me, underneath the weight of my mistakes Cleanse my soul and let my demons lay I can't keep turning got me hungry brother from the east coast i can't i don't know i didn't do any research on them i just heard the track and got all excited because it's like a punky track it's like punk rock alti punk rock like kaja goo goo maybe not like kaja goo goo but i just like to say kaja goo goo oh that's another good one love that band names from the 80s actually those guys might have been those were they were 70s weren't they uh, Oingo Boingo. 60s, actually, I think, where they first started. Oingo Boingo yeah, and late 60s. Kajagoo? Wow. I don't know about that, but Oingo Boingo. Oh, no shit. Schmitty's always got mad knowledge. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's forgotten a lot of it. A lot of it. His brain's kind of like a piece of Swiss Kelly, cheese now. Kelly, yeah, but easy on the mat. Mad's taken. Right. Right. You have vast... You want him to get pissed off? No, I don't. Fast to knowledge. You want me on here I, to be listen, real. he's oh, yeah. fine with you, Damn man. It. You need to really lay off the sativas. They're making y'all jittery. Paranoid. Super paranoid, man. I think it's, it's this chair, man. I think it's this chair. Lobster bomb sense 
is your punky track. You got Three Sun, Complicated, and Silent Stranger, who we've played before and everyone has enjoyed, with Nights and Days, D-A-Z-E. That's the end of Tully's set list for February 4th. Enjoy these tracks. Like I'm living life inside a maze Or on a spinning wheel inside a cage I just go till it stops Can't get out, can't get off Just a thread in someone's tapestry But I don't know what they're trying to weave Do I fit here or there? Do I fit anywhere? I just wish for Yeah. 
it's time for Tully Speaks, and let me tell you about uh, this week's topic. Hits close to home because it's a Spotify issue, and we're on Spotify. I mean, we're on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn, all sorts of things, but we are on Spotify. Now, if people aren't in the know, now don't ever get, and never take anything that we say, like see misinformation, that's all I know. I don't even have any actual information ever. I'm don't no idea. So that being said, Spotify, Joe Rogan's doing his show. He's talking about the COVID. He's talking about some things. He's putting some information out there and it's not necessarily accurate, I guess, and stuff like that. And artists are pulling their, their music from Spotify in protest of Joe Rogan, Neil Young, um, uh, Joni Mitchell, Joni Mitchell, Mitchell? Uh, yeah. Nash uh, from Crosby, Stills and Nash. Oh, really? Him too. Graham Nash. Oh and, wow! Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I Irie, what's her name? India Irie. Is that her name? India Irie. Yeah. yeah, she pulled hers too. She pulled hers though because of things he said about race. So now we're getting see what he did there. Now what Joe Rogan did there is he cracked the door open, and now he's going to get super hyper looked at. And he says a lot of dumb shit. No offense, but he says a lot of dumb shit. That's what you do. You're just talking and you're just saying stuff. He smokes a lot of joints. You think he'd be more chill. Yeah, right? Exactly. Now, for me, I don't agree with a lot of the things the guy says. I liked him on news radio. And after that, I never really liked to stand up. I didn't care about fear factor or any of that. He does a good job on the UFC stuff, but I don't really, I don't really dig his show that much. That's just me. You know, if you like it, like it, you know? But free speech, man. That's right. They should put a disclaimer on it. And then he's allowed to say what he wants. He is not a doctor. You should not be taking advice from fucking Joe Rogan. Why would you no, ever exactly. take any medical advice from fucking Joe Rogan? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, but if you run into a huge place and yell fire and run out, isn't that free speech too? Yes, it is. No, actually, I think that's against the law. And he's got a 11 million viewers. So, per episode, man, that wow. is going to take. We'll see if he gets canceled or not. I think his fans will protect him, but but the thing is, you know, like uh, you know, you got to take it from where it's at. I mean, it's Joe Rogan, right? Mm-hmm. He's not like any doctor. Or no, he's not even sort of a doctor. The only thing I would ask Joe Rogan about is what strain I should smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's it. Good advice. Or like, what UFC fighter should I bet on? Yeah. What protein you should eat for That's right. uh, wor- yes. working out? Yeah. How should I hold my hand to box? Anything like that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. What is the fear factor? Have you ever eaten goat <laughs> yeah. anus? I don't know. That's what yeah. the guy does. Or balls. He eats like snail balls. <laughs> I don't even know what those are, but he eats them. Motherfucker, yeah. eat, they're, they're all eating everything. He tried some shit. I think he tried the big roaches. Oh Keep man, that's well, fuck that guy. He's got a really <laughs> no, weak, yeah. Schmitty's got a weak tummy, and I can't talk about certain things around him. He usually throws up if I say the word meatloaf. He doesn't like meat. The word loaf. Oh man, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I I I'm, I forgot. I forgot because we're talking about Rogan. The point is, uh, you shouldn't listen to anybody about medical advice besides doctors. We're not, they're not elephants. They shouldn't be paid in peanuts. Smitty. 
yes, you're right. But also, no. They Good should point, not Smitty. be paid in peanuts. They should be paid in doubloons. I don't know. Here's the thing. Don't ah, listen to don't don't listen to don't listen to celebrities for your uh for your medical advice, I think is the yeah. moral of this Tully Talks. Great, great advice. Yes. Don't do it. Especially Joe Rogan. Yeah, That's right. Uh Tully Talks. Everyone listens. That's right. Thanks, Mitty. <laughs> that man moment. Tullyvideoshow.com. It's a man. It's a man. Man, man, Matt here, okay? I'm a little weirded out. Because I don't know what this animal is. Can you wave at me? What is it? Is it a cow? It's got a bell? Oh, it is. It is a cow. I don't know. Should I go ask? Ask it? Okay, it's, it's freaking me out. I don't know. Let's it's just go. Sleep. What is it? What? Oh. Schmitty. Schmitz. What's up, Tully? Dude, it's interview time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yes, and we got Demi Chalkis, who is the fastest woman in North America. Is that true? Uh, I mean, I, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> you got to be up there. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, according to others, uh, that's kind of where I've been placed, but, um, there's a lot of talent in Canada for sure. But in the female side of things, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, well, if you want to call me that, you can call me that. I will. <laughs> this is now. So Demi is a race car driver. So, uh, I want to know how you got into it, but what do you currently, what do you have currently going on first? And then we'll get into a little backstory. Yeah. Wow. That's a loaded question. I, I mean, know. <laughs> there's so much stuff going on um a lot of what we've been working on from last season so um this is actually the first place that i think i've been able to talk about this but uh there's a documentary coming out this year that we were filming all last year and carried through to a bit into this year as well um but i can't announce where it's going to be yet but it'll okay. be on streaming services we'll just say that and um, it's about women in motorsports. So I was chosen to be a part of these, uh, this documentary. And um, it showcased me and two other drivers from Canada. And uh, yeah, so there's going to be a documentary on us called Women in Motorsports. And it's coming out in uh, May of this That's year. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was surreal to even just be able to like tell your story on such a platform and, um, you know, just kind of showcase what you're capable of doing um, on such a wide um, I don't know, something that's going to be broadcasted so majorly. It was just a surreal experience for sure. <laughs> oh, it's going to influence so many people. That's the best thing about stuff like that. When you do get the specifics or when you can say the specifics, just send me a direct message and I'll tell the people whether yeah, you're I on or not. I'll just tell them like, hey, check out Demi's. This is the documentary Demi was talking about on February 4th. Here it is. Yeah, I'll go, go watch because I'm going to watch. Thank because you. I find that topic extremely interesting. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, you can you can spam your viewers and tell them this is uh, this is Demi's documentary. Go watch it. And <laughs> uh, they'll thank me for it. 
Um, so yeah. how did you get into racing? Now, here's the thing. I don't know shit about cars. I love, I'm from Detroit. I love cars. I love classic cars. I love like looking at cars, uh, sitting in cars, but I know nothing of the action of cars. Like if you put me in a race car, I would be able to like sit there and probably try to look for the radio or something. <laughs> like I know nothing. So how did you even get into such a, I don't know, it's just unusual sport to get into. Yeah, for sure. It's not like one of those sports like soccer where you're like, well, I don't know. I played it at recess one day and, you know, I just found a love Exactly. <laughs> what did you steal your parents' car when you were 13 and decide you were going to be a race car driver? Oh, hey, oh. Oh, hey. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we grew up in the country, so uh, there was lots of room for fun shenanigans. But um, how I grew up, I mean, it, the thing with racing is it's usually a, a sport that's in the household. So I mean, my dad raced cars when we were younger, so okay. it was a sport that we were kind of brought up around, but my dad had three girls, he like three daughters, he didn't expect any of us really to get into racing, and um, I was actually a triathlete before this, I was competing at a pretty high level for triathlons, and then um, over training and stuff like that, I blew out the left side of my hip, and so I was in and out of hospitals, getting treatment and stuff like that, and then uh, during my rehab, I was like, man, I gotta do something, like my brain is just yeah. like it's still going. And so I just said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to put myself into go-karting. And so I put myself into go-karting. I took my bike and I biked up to our local track and it just turned out to be something that I had um, a real passion for and somewhat of a natural talent. And um, yeah, just progressed my way from there. But yeah, it all started with a, a hip injury and it being in my household. Yeah. <laughs> now, how long did it take you from that first go-kart uh, uh, ride to now to get to where you're at? Cause you're like, yeah, you're pro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like your yeah, pro so, status. So, do you sit back and drive like this, or uh, <laughs> how do you do on it? The, on the on the street, no way. I'm actually more nervous driving on the roads, like everyday roads. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> you see some people, and you're like, uh, "That's not going to end well." Like, there's just yeah. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty good. I've also learned. You know, we're all young at one point, and um, before I was doing this on a racetrack uh, full time, you know you uh i didn't have the cleanest record when i was younger <laughs> and then uh you know eventually you kind of just uh learn that it's not cool to do on the road and so i drive like a grandma on the street now like everyone's like oh you must go so fast and it's like no it's the furthest thing from the truth <laughs> it's the opposite you yeah. don't even want to deal with it do yeah you and you see so, so how long did it take you from the from the go-karts to where you're at now yeah so i've been doing it for about a decade if not longer um, yeah, so I, I started, uh, go-karting and I, I progressed through the ranks really quickly in go-karting. So usually, you know, there's kids that start when they're like four or five years old. Yeah. I mean, I was already in my, in my teen year, like teen years because I had originally pursued a career as a triathlete. So I did about one and a half years of go-karting before I threw myself into a race car and just went like, you know, two feet in. So, um, I did about two summers of advanced driving, uh, courses with like instructors and stuff like that. And then I got my racing license and it's been, um, eight years since then. <laughs> wow. So it took, it takes a while. I mean, I figured, I figured it would take a long time to get from that to that. Do you think I could handle doing the go-karts? 
Yeah, for sure. I, I encourage people going into go-karting. It's so much fun and you'll become addicted to it. You'll want to get better when you're in that type of sport because it's just like you're, you're progressing at something that you're having fun with. So naturally you become like hyper-focused on it. Cause you're like, wow, this is freaking sick. Like you just want to keep going out there. But, um, yeah, like there's, I raced against a guy and I'm like, normal people can go into go-karting that's how it all starts we all start off with you know no background but even just like a lot of people think like I can't become a race car driver because I didn't start when I was super young but I was racing against a guy named Ahmad who was 80 years old like just a handful of years ago he was still going at it and so it's like age doesn't matter your background doesn't matter just get into the sport and become addicted to it and like the talent and the skill will, will come from there Cause it's something that I've always, I, I'm not like, I like to work out and stuff like that, but I never was a very good group athlete. Like yeah. I never was good at like group sports and, and it's something that I've always wanted to try. So like, hopefully someday I can come to Canada and you can take me out in a car and just okay. show me what it's like. Just show me. I just wanted, I just want to know what it's like to go that fast. I get it. Yeah. What? I, I get why you're wearing the shirt. Yeah. Canada. I'm representing oh, Canada. <laughs> the wrong province, but I respect the Canada. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, yeah, well, I can't do everything. I found this at a thrift store, everybody. If you're if you're not watching us, it's a it's a, a Canadian hockey jersey That's that I found it. at a thrift store. Why it was at a thrift store in California, I'll have no. I, I really have no idea because everybody here is a transplant. Oh yeah, I was just about to say somebody somebody came down from all of our COVID restrictions and stuff like that and just wanted to get out of here. And yeah, exactly, <laughs> they bailed, left all their stuff. What do you I got, Schmitty? Oh, nothing, nothing. Oh, I thought you wanted to ask a question. <laughs> well, I just want to know what kind of music uh, Demi likes. Oh yeah, that's a good question. It being a music show and everything, what type of music do you listen to? Now you can't listen while you're driving, right? While you're while even if you're practicing, can you listen? music uh, no you don't want to do that because when you're reaching speeds of like 300 kilometers and right. you want to you know take as much of that speed into a yes. corner you don't really want to be jamming to anything else but just your focus <laughs> yeah, no that makes sense that makes total sense i would yeah. not listen to music but okay so you're getting ready to get in the car and you're getting fired up what yeah. do you listen to ACDC for sure. Um, there's a lot of like classic rock. So that's what I grew up on. My mom was huge on on classic rock and uh, she's a big music buff actually herself. So I, I learned quite a bit and got a lot of my music taste from her. Um, as I grew up and like, you know, once you start to reach like your teenage years and you can start choosing your own music. Yes. Um, yeah, Cause like that's a, that's actually a pretty pivotal point like in a, in a kid's where like when they can start like googling their own music and start to identify by their own music like there's a there's a point in time where that happens and so I remember my I I like early 2000s alternative rock that's more my like my time and uh but I I definitely appreciate uh classic rock as well and that's what gets me hyped up because when I played a lot of sports as well our coaches used to always blast like thunderstruck and, like, yeah. and everything and you're just like you, know, hey. you got to do the mad mixtape yeah. You got to have the mix for it to get you fired up, you know? Yeah. So wait, early 2000s. So like, uh, what was early 2000s? Blink 182. Blink 182, Evanescence, Green Day. Actually, it's funny, 
So Green Day, American Idiot, that was like the first song where I was just like, wow, I really love this. That's That was the turning point for me where I knew that that was my genre of music that I liked. Um, and like, I like like Limp Bizkit and like a little bit of like, you know, whatever, the yellow card, some 41, stuff like that. But it was Green Day, American Idiot. And I had the CD. I had one of my friends from like on the school bus. She burned me um, a Green Day CD and I was listening to it. And I remember my sister, cause I'm the youngest. She took my CD and she ran downstairs and she's like, mom, dad, listen to what Demetria is listening to. And she put it on and she was like blasting American Idiot. And my parents were like looking at, and, like my dad more so was looking at me. And I was like, why are you trying to get me in trouble like what do you mean like <laughs> but yeah so that was more my jam and that's not even a bad one it's not I like it's know. not even like a bad like they're not even they're not even gnarly like they didn't there's catch my system of a down <laughs> yeah seriously you missed that one thank god like that would be brutal they, i mean like those bands that was a great time for like alt punk pop punk like all that stuff was great some 41 that's a nice canadian band yeah, 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 for sure. Remember uh, when the remember when the guy from Some Date Forty One was dating Avril Lavigne? Yeah, it was all the rage. Oh, you want to actually hear something about about that? So I yes. was at a, I was at a bar one night with my mom because that's who I party with. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And so they, she actually had a high school reunion and she told me, she's like, why don't you come out? I don't want to go alone. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll come. <laughs> so I went there and I met the, uh, the, the father of the drummer of some 41. And he was just going off about the relationship of like Avril Lavigne and his son and this and that. And like, he, like, he exposed a lot of stuff. And I was like, wow, I feel like I know them. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't even get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Let alone the actual guy. Yeah, exactly. So. I thought they were going to be like the biggest couple in the history of Canada. That's like mixing fire and Ooh. fire. Wasn't she with the guy from... Uh, Skater Boy. No, the guy from uh, Nickelback. No. Nick oh, Wait, they're Canadian too. Wasn't she with him? She only dates Canadian guys, I guess. I <laughs> Skater Girl. Skater Boy. Yeah. Both God them. damn it, Schmitty. I don't, I don't know. even know what he's talking about half the time. Well, she, she kind of looked like she wanted to be a Skater Girl. She did. Know. Hey, what yeah. do you think best she but she made every young girl wear white tank tops and ties. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? I remember that Halloween after she blew up with Skater Boy. There was like all these girls with like jorts on and like you know. Did I say jorts twice today? Jorts. It's a thing. Yeah, the jean right? shorts. Yeah. They're still huge in Canada. What they called cutoffs? <laughs> no, cutoffs are different. Cutoffs are like all right, Schmitty. <laughs> we have a guest here shorts. and you want me to talk to you Jean about jorts and they're not the Jean same shorts. jorts are like what john cena wears what you're talking about is like what yeah. lemmy wears is that like jorts are like knee-length jean shorts yeah yeah jean shorts you know you don't cut ever off. watch john cena cutoffs. cut they're not cutoffs smitty <laughs> Come on. I think they're more like capris. I don't know. Maybe they're cutoffs too. Smitty just has so many questions that are like unanswerable a lot. I'm going to have to go buy a pair and show him so he understands fully. I'm now, just wondering how Schmitty is breathing <laughs> through his mouth. Know, he barely is. My question for Demi is, I'd like to see you do the quarter mile on eight mile road. Quarter mile on eight mile. Oh, oh wow. see, he wants to throw you back to Detroit. You know what? I'll tell you what. You can go as fast as you want on eight mile. Nobody's stopping. <laughs> Nobody's stopping anybody. It's unsafe. Yeah, even the cops will just let me go. They, they really do. They're just like, you know what, though? It's probably safer if you just keep driving. 
Yeah. So we're not going to pull you over for running that stoplight. <laughs> you now, what is the fact? Because this is just for the people need to know this. For your friends who are race car drivers, they're like, "Piff!" But what's the fastest you've ever gone? Uh, three hundred and ten kilometers. Holy shit! Yeah, what's I that in miles per hour, Schmitty? I don't know. Well, get your calc. God damn it! Yeah. Well, let's see if we can. I don't know. Do you want to do a quick? Oh, Debbie, Debbie's pulling it up. Yeah. She's got it. She's got it. For her, for her uh, American friends, she has yeah. a, like real quick. She can look it up. So we're a little we're a little behind the curve, Demi. Oh, we're a little behind the curve. 183. That's my guess. Uh, 183. Well, why isn't it working here? 183. Yeah. That's my guess. Did you just figure that out? I guessed it. I'm Are you guessing it? I wouldn't I I wouldn't imagine that to be too Schmitty's brain's a little fried from all the drugs he did in no, high I'm school. <laughs> 60 miles an hour. It's 192.6 miles per hour. 192.6. Mm-hmm. Why does this sound so slow when you put it into miles per hour? <laughs> I well because it because like it's because what's slow it's still a slow way of measuring. <laughs> the rest of the world doesn't use it. We shouldn't yeah. be using it. I remember when I would drive in Canada because you know I'm from Detroit, so we'd yeah. go over to Windsor and stuff like that. And the first <laughs> thing you'd have to figure out how to get your to pay attention that you're not driving in miles per hour anymore. And you get yeah. pulled over. It was always awesome going to the beer store and everything. Oh man! You guys Good don't have time. beer stores. I guess you guys just have them in all WalMarts. Well, we we no, we don't have them. We you can get booze anywhere in America. Are you kidding me? How do you think we get through our daily lives? <laughs> so how is the beer the beer stores like? You have to find a location. You guys can just pop into a convenience store, a Walmart. Oh, bud, anywhere, anywhere yeah. they're selling the fifths. So, like, do you drive <laughs> yeah. everywhere you travel to? Um, not exactly. 196 miles an hour. Right. It's not going to take you very long to get some. Well, I don't think she does it on the street, Schmitty. Oh. I think that's just when she's on the track. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you travel a lot, Demi? We- I do. I do travel. I'm actually in between traveling right now. I'm about to uh, head out to uh, Quebec um, for a couple weeks, and then I head out to California in March after I get back. So there's... um. I'm, they call me the traveling gypsy of my family. I don't, like, I unpack my bag just to wash my stuff and put it back in and then I'm out. <laughs> now, these are all race car things you're going to do, right? Racing things or just traveling uh, things? Well, mostly, yeah, like career related. So I do uh, race, like I'm a race car driver and I'm also a performance driver as well. So basically to distinguish the uh, difference between the yeah, two. Yeah, please. Yeah. So obviously like my racing side of things is when I race cars and that's when I represent companies and sponsors and all of that kind of stuff. And then in between races, I'm actually a professional high performance driver. So I get hired out and I represent different manufacturers and they tell me like, Hey, you're going to be off-roading this car today. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then they'd be like, you're doing hot laps or you're drifting or you're doing like an autocross course, like whatever they want me to do to demonstrate the car's capabilities. I get hired to do that. Oh my God, you're awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. You know <laughs> how to drift? You. Well, yeah, you learn. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's part of the job. <laughs> Drifting is where, like, when you're driving the car and it does that cool stuff. Didn't you ever watch Tokyo Drift Voice? Oh, yeah. You never watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? Well, you need to get into the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise because it gets crazy. 
by yeah. the end they're in space. It's fucking absurd. <laughs> I will like admit, a... after Tokyo Drift, they took it pretty far. Oh but my lord! Once the rock was introduced, we're like, uh, this is more Hollywood now. <laughs> oh, it was green screen horrific. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have an entourage that travels with you? Uh, no, I do not um, have an entourage that travels you should. with me. I Schmitty's hi you can hire Schmitty. Yeah, if you're down, Schmitty, let's go. I can carry <laughs> bags and stuff. That's, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> he can I carry your he helmet, yeah. And put it on your, on your head. <laughs> he probably needs that at night. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Says he, he says he wears a helmet sometimes to keep himself safe, which is well, it's a little yeah. scary. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I like to get a selfie with them. So, well, she's going to be in California in March. I know you're doing your face. He does a duck face that he likes to put on Facebook. That's for, perfect. For the people. Do it for the people. Well, for the people, you know, Debbie. So you are so you do the performance, because I, I didn't even know the difference. So a performance yeah. driver, you get to do all that stuff. So, like, let's say, uh, and I'm just making up stuff, uh, 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 like the new, the new um, Ford f-150 comes out right yeah. and it's got this it's like gnarly because you know you got to be able to do shit in those so you're the one who like drives it up the mountain and then stops it in mm -hmm. the commercial or in yeah. the yeah yeah so for example actually just because you said ford um i did the bronco launch um so you know the ford bronco it's yeah. amazing it's so yeah. cool looking i want one so bad yeah, they're they're incredible cars, and for off roading, like they've really you know structured the car um, to be able to rotate really tight. Like it will it will lock up the inner back wheel so that you can actually get the uh, the vehicle to rotate in tight positions if you're stuck in between trees or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I actually helped with the launch of that um, when they first came out, and I was doing the off roading with them. So yeah, that's yeah. Can you get me a discount thing. deal on a new one. <laughs> I'll do my best for you, Schmitty. <laughs> he always is trying to get coupons and shit from people. We're That's trying to do an interview and you're asking her for fucking coupons. I haven't changed. <laughs> I haven't changed. I know. I know. I know. This is how he was in high school. He was always trying to steal my nuggets and shit. Stealing Aww. my chicken nuggets and my french fries. And now he's sitting here trying to ask you for coupons while I'm trying to do a nice interview. Listen, I respect the hustle, Schmitty. It is, it is, he is a hustler. He's a hustler. He sleeps on my couch. He's a hustler. That's what he does. So this is great. Um, so the documentary is coming out and, um, do you have anywhere that like you would like to send people, uh, to see what you do or is there any like websites or anything, anything you want to tell the people right now to get more of Demi? Yeah. Well, first off, I super appreciate the platform to share this. Um, and I really appreciate any support. All of my social media channels, I have grown organically. I've never uh, fallen into the buy your followers or engagement. Um, I just like, I feel like it's like you're paying for friends, which I really don't think. If you want to follow me, by all means, like, uh, please do on all of my social media channels. So that's uh, Instagram. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, TikTok, sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, that's Facebook. okay. There's a million now. There, there's so many. It's Demi Chalkis, D E M I C H A L K I A S, and my YouTube is uh, Demi's World. So I love please it. Follow, support, and then uh, yeah, I usually give out free tickets to um, races and stuff like that, and I do a lot of giveaways and everything. So well, yeah. yeah so follow her. Oh yeah. Well, Smitty's gonna, gonna follow you on my phone because he doesn't have a cell phone. 
Okay, perfect. I lose them. That's why I got my keys. I lose everything. <laughs> That's awesome. Debbie, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in, and we'll interview you again. Um, you know, whenever you got something going on, and definitely let us know when you have the, when the documentary is coming out, because I want to tell the people. Uh, about all of it. Oh, one more question. And I don't know if you can answer this or not. What kind of like, like, so you're, so you're like, you know, you're always driving these sick, you know, race cars and you're going super fast, 196.2, whatever's close like that. Right. So like you're going super fast and things like that. <laughs> what do you drive? Like when you're just going to the grocery store? Yeah. So I actually have a collection of cars. Uh, so it depends on the season and it depends on the mood. <laughs> so like you said, you like classic cars. Car, so do I. I actually restore and modify vintage uh, BMW specifically. Um, but I also dabble in a few other makes and models. Uh, so it all just depends. If it's in the summer, it's my BMW E30, uh, which is a 1992. Or I have a 1997 2002 Ti. Um, I did have a, a Subaru STI uh, tuned and modified. Uh, but right now, my, my current project is a 2017 uh, Volkswagen Sport Wagon. And I'm actually doing a lift kit on it. And I'm making it an off-road wagon. Um, so I'm in the process of doing that. So it really just depends on what the season is and how I feel that day. <laughs> You're cool. Thanks. Thanks, baby. <laughs> you are. You're an amazing human and I love what you do. It's awesome. I'm telling you, you got to take me for a ride one time and we'll, we'll record it all and you can just watch me crap my pants because we're going so fast because there's no way I'm going to be able to handle it. There's just no way. I already know myself. Like I, I'll just absolutely be terrified, but enjoy joy and terrified at the same time. Oh, yeah. Well, we got roll cages all around us. You'll feel safe. Eh, be safe. <laughs> Safe-ish. All I need to be is safe-ish, Demi. That's safe it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I can take it. Don't worry. Thanks. Test the durability of the safety equipment. And I trust your ability as a badass driver. Badass. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon. Thank you so much, Demi, for calling in. And, uh, yeah, till next time. Till next time. Thank you, guys. Big beers and cheers, Demi. See ya. Just like every week, I want to thank the Tully Dio crew, my brother, Madman Matt, executive producer, Amy Goldberg, and associate producer, Lisette Vega, the Tully Dio show crew. Check us out every week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Big beers and cheers. One week. This is that would have sucked though. I think we missed two weeks. No, we didn't. It's just been one week. It's been one week. I feel like it's like a long time because we really like to fucking do the show. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the future. It's the future.
this rhyme New York time Hype on the track like that shit was a rhyme America's illest No nigga killers Got put a blue back Put a man in the bullets Get out of my face Hit me on the right face Hit my rock music With over like the bass like drama Every time I come to the place like drama Y'all be screaming I'm the same My mama Get out my face Don't you be bothered When they take her back to the Jump!
Blue 